Welcome to the One Pan Podcast. I'm your host, John. And I'm Emilio. <laughs> <laughs> Emilio. <laughs> or Emily. But it wasn't him. Otherwise known as Emily. Otherwise known as Emily. And? Tonight we're going to be making chicken, chicken and waffles, waffles casserole. casserole. Did we, did Number we one, mess the with the waveform thing? right now? No, it is. It's outrageous. Okay. I can't even with right now. Hold on. I don't even know what this is yet. www.frugalmoma.com <laughs> There's a fucking Canadian leaf in the middle of the O of mom. <laughs> Frugal mommy. <laughs> I can't no, even with this podcast right no, now. No, 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 no. Yeah. That's not real. Uh-huh. This post e may contain E-H. E-H. Okay. It's like You're going to uh, have to. No, you have to keep this accent up the entire time. Oh, God, their child. We're, he's from Canada, and she likes making stuff uh, for kids, for Who's mom. Who's do? Who's do? Recipes, travel, celebrate, current giveaways, home, about, work with me, online a boot, buzz. A boot, a boot. A boot. How to start a blog, disclosure and privacy policy. <laughs> 209 people have shared this recipe. Oh, I can't even anymore. <laughs> Are you exhausted? I, I'm exhausted because this recipe, because this is, it's like a, this chicken and waffles features hand breaded oven fried. It's, it's another you one of those recipes. You know what makes sense though? I mean, it has maple syrup in it. I guess. But no Canadian bacon. It just the logo is the best. The logo is like um, Futura. Some she discovered Futura font, <laughs> and then she like minimized a Canadian leaf and put it in the circle. What's that thing called? Isn't the it just a leaf? maple leaf? It's a maple leaf. Same thing. It's a Canadian leaf. Maple trees are in Canada. I'm just trying to like picture what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So it says frugal in. Like, you know, the hard, fast Futura type. It's a non-serif. Okay. okay. And then it says mom and it's bigger and it's got the little red maple leaf uh, in the center of the O. And then next to it is a big red dot, big red circle. And, and in it is a script font with E-H and then an exclamation point. It just says A. <laughs> and I just kind of want that on a t-shirt. I feel like that should be Canada's frugal mom. A? No, 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 oh, no, not frugal a? mom. I think that I think that's Canada's new like like New York has I love New York or whatever. Yeah. Like oh, I think yeah, Canada yeah, yeah. should ha I think Canada's new fucking slogan should be like their nationwide slogan should just be eh eh like and with like an exclamation like eh like <laughs> like they're the Fonzie country eh and this just and then but that's it and so they have like you can have like different Canadian moods so. If it's red with an exclamation point, it's like a, and then if it's like blue with a circle, it's like a, and then if it's like purple, it's like a mood ring. yeah, it's like a mood ring. And how how do you tell? How, did I just how say do you know when you're? How do you mood? mood how do you know when your candidate uh, when your Canadian is sad? Their a is you know plays downward. Dude, can a. we make a mood ring shirt where the one part where the circle a oh, is that's weird. will change with your mood? Oh. <gasps> That's weird. But you then if you get like, if it's heat, act mood rings are heat activated. So if you got like sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be like a, it'd be like a, it'd be like a psychedelic pit stain. That's what it would be. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird to think about. I've seen shirts like that before that react in the sun. Have you seen those where the shirt will like be yes, white? Yes, yes, yeah. Like kids um, shirts. There was like a company here that was really big for a while here in Utah. Mm -hmm. I was at Old Navy and they had like, the kids had like Captain America oh, shirts. Oh, cool. So they had like blue stripes across the bottom and then, then the upper part of the torso was white. You're like, what's that? And they're like, put it under the light bulb. And you put it in a light bulb. And then like the red of the Captain America filled in. I was like, dude, that's wicked cool. 
So kids get Starbucks the coolest shit. Starbucks has cups that change with your liquid. Like you remember those? Oh sure. Those the spoons for your cereal. Oh yeah, we yeah, yeah, about yeah. Those before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have like cup color changing Dude. cups that change with the. Pretty sure I saw one on thinkgeek.com that was like Luke holding a lightsaber, and as the cup heats up, the lightsaber. Like extends and I'm all that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So I'm just I'm dying it. Frugal mom, eh? Hey, I made a Canadian reference without knowing it was Canadian website. I uh, where Emilio, when, oh, Emilio. Ducks, oh yeah, hockey. sure, you're right. Emilio Estevez is a wonderful Canadian actor. Is he really Canadian? Uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> most people are Canadian. I was uh, just thinking, what's his face? Growing and... pains. Michael Seaver. No one does an Alan Thick. <laughs> He's Alan Thick is Canadian. Um, hey Siri, which actors are Canadian? Which Canadian is Canadian? Thanks, Siri. That's not, uh, no, hey, which Canadian? Oh, okay. Seriously, I just searched Canadian actors. This is there was a lot. Holy shit. Ryan Reynolds, Seth Rogen, Mike Myers, Ryan Gosling, Jim Carrey, Michael J. Fox, William Shatner, Nathan Fillion, Donald Sutherland, Kiefer Sutherland, Dan Aykroyd, Rachel McAdams, Christopher Plummer, Jay Baruchel, Keanu Reeves, Michael Sarah, Martin Short, Howie Mandel, Sandra Oh, <laughs> Stephen Amell, Joshua Jackson, Ellen Page, Eugene Levy, Eric McCormick, John Candy, Leslie Nielsen, Rick Moranis, Anna Paquin, Will Arnett, Pamela Anderson, Bruce Greenwood, Taylor Kish, Colby Smulders, Victor Garber, Hayden Christensen, Justin Bieber, Evangeline Lilly, Sean Ashmore, Alicia Cuthbert, Nina Dobrev, Shirley Douglas, Neff Campbell, Catherine O'Hara, Phil Hartman, Tommy Chong, Robin <laughs> Aaron Ashmore, Kim Cattrall, <laughs> Alan Thick, Matthew Perry, Mary Pickford, Sarah Polly. That's yeah, a lot of Canadian actors. Holy shit. That is a lot of Canadian people. They've literally infiltrated our society. Your Maple syrup runs through the blood of this country. Are you Stewie, like, lying <laughs> about things? Oh, very good, Brian. Oh my gosh, that was really funny. <laughs> First, you just by kidding, I was just running out of air. I was just running out of oxygen. So I just, I was like, that was like my kidding. Was slowly strangling you. It just, just, oh god! And there goes my voice. It's gone. Um. Oh, wait, wait, wait! I remembered. The... Isn't Celine Dion Canadian? N- no, she. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She is. She's. Shall French. we go for it? She's French Canadian. <laughs> she's French. Yeah, she's Quebecan. Th- thank or, you. She's from Ariana Grande. Tar- she's being from Tirana. Which? Okay, hold on. We have to stop all conversation right we now. We do? Okay. Celine? I guess this is the end of the podcast. Bye, everybody. Celine fucking Dion. Whoa. Wowzers. Is okay. the best woman in is concert it God? life? God. Yeah? Goddess? Goddess. Okay, because she doesn't Sorry. have a dangly parts. I mean... Her uvula. All-inclusive feminism. Baby. <laughs> Shut up. Sixth wave feminism <laughs> right here. So, starting at the One Pan Podcast. Okay, like... We're reclaiming gods <laughs> for people. Like three or four years ago, mm-hmm. my sisters and I bought my mom for Christmas. We all like chipped in and we got her tickets to Celine Dion. Nice. And then she's like, I want to I wanna enjoy it with my daughters. So she, it became like a girl's trip. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so she wanted all of us to go with her to Vegas and all this stuff. And I wasn't going to go. And then like last minute, I'm like, okay, I'll go. And I like got tickets like near my family, Mm -hmm. but like by myself. Near my family. Like Like, I can see you. They were like. I don't want to be near you. Six rows ahead of me. (laughs) Like into the right. (laughs) And like partway through, I was like, hi guys. Bye. bye. Um, But oh my God. That woman. Knows mm-hmm. how to put on a freaking concert. Shall I we go not, for it? Here's the thing, though. I I grew up listening to Celine. Let's I go like together. Celine. Or whatever she's she's... <laughs> Dude, it is her 
and uh, shit. She sings done. Orinoco Flow. What's that? Or- uh, Enya. That's it. That is my mother in a in what? like Did a. Did you just call her? Or no, I, the the one Ocarina. song. Or no, Orinoco Flow. That's is the name it of the song. Uh huh. Orinoco. It's a river in South America Ooh. or some nonsense. Did you know in my choir library I have mm. an arrangement of that? Oh snap. I just haven't done it because I don't know. None I of the can... kids are going to get it. They're not going to no, be able to. They're not no. going to do the thing. They're all like, you know, millennial moms and dads and stuff like that. They'll all be like, yeah, yeah. Enya. No, or they like, will, they'll no, be like, God, Enya. Why? No, they'll probably be like, who is Enya? What? Their parents would know. I was like, I know. Saying. But it's like, I, there would, I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't. Okay. okay continue this. So Celine Dion story. I, go, I wasn't that excited. I grew up listening to Celine. I'm like, she's pretty good. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, okay. good, my sisters good. were super pumped. And I'm like, yeah. I, I mean, I'm going because it will off. be fun to hang out. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the hype train leaving and you were like, not really on board. Nah, uh-huh. cause, and also because the day before the concert. I love I how had, you just went. Nah, nah bro. Nah, <laughs> like the, the hardest nah you have ever gnawed. It's because continue. I just watched Parks and Rec and. Oh, hey, our timer's, timer's done. done. Okay, actually, I should explain. Okay, before you continue, uh, story, I should explain what we're cooking tonight. So, this is chicken and waffles casserole, which is pretty much what it sounds. We're dicing up waffles, dicing up chicken, and then mixing kind of like a slurry to throw into a 9 by 13 pan to put into um, the oven. And to surprisingly, bake they don't while. have you fry the chicken. Which is, like, yeah. Typical chicken and waffles. Typical chicken. So, what we, have did was, so what we did first, we had three pounds of chicken that I cubed into one inch yeah. pieces, which. That's a lot you don't of think like oh three pounds on that much, you know. But then like it's a lot of stuff. It it's like that meme with that guy, which is heavier: a kilogram of steel or a kilogram of feathers. Oh yeah. Of course, a kilogram of steel, and then they do the weight thing in front of him, and he like doesn't get it. He's like, look at all that shit, the feathers. But there's the same, and they're just trying to say they're both a kilogram. Yeah. <laughs> they're both no, but that's look at all that. That's only a wee little bit. Of course, it's not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it's like this: like three pounds in a weight at the gym is tiny. You hold it in your hand, yeah. but then three pounds of chicken is like an arm load. It's so, so much. dicing it up. It was like a small mountain of chicken. Well, I mean, like di- it was just three breasts, and then <laughs> like the lady from Total Recall. <laughs> no, 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 just no. kidding. It was, it was uh, good luck, Chuck. Oh, she had three boobs too. Yeah. Well, that's because they also referenced the girl in Total Recall from um, that one movie, but they didn't do it with the Colin Farrell remake, which is dumb. Continue. So, oh wait, I should continue because like, we're gonna continue. To the, we gotta go back off of my tangents and other tangents and stuff like that. We gotta keep stopping at the station. So this is we had to dice up the chicken into yep. one inch cubes. We what floured it? We breaded it basically. So we yeah. put it in flour, do the egg, flour, egg, panko. Uh, the flour had what? Seasoned flour. Yeah, uh, mustard, salt, pepper, dried mustard, mustard, powder. mustard, mustard powder, sea salt, and a little pepper, bit of and cayenne no, pepper. No, 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 chili powder and garlic. Garlic powder. So uh, let's see, we did all that dumb shit. And then the thing did the panko. Thing was, then we put it in the we put it in the pan, right? We put it in. We just foil lined them. Yeah. They said they wanted parchment. We didn't have it foil. Probably just fine. Okay, now the weird part is. Weird part is they want you to spray. So you spray the pans, and, and then, then you're you supposed to spray the chicken spray the with chicken. cooking spray. So we sprayed one of the pans because I, I don't want my weird chicken gonna be weird chicken. But whatever, who knows? I don't know. Whatever. Well, you had a thought that maybe it will brown it more. Maybe, and that's gonna be a thing. But we'll see what ends up happening. So right now, that timer was I gotta do the chicken. So the chicken is in for like 25 minutes. So that was the halfway point. And so we're gonna pull the pans out, flip the chicken over one by one, and then throw them back in for the remainder of the time. So. Hold on a second while I do that, and then we'll come back to Celine Dion. 
JK, tell the story while I'm flipping the chicken. Done. We go to... Dun, dun. Sorry. Dun, dun. <laughs> so I go to Vegas. I meet my sisters and stuff like that. We're, I'm sitting in a totally different spot. And I'm like, okay, this will be fine. And then they're also like Again. total dicks about like, do not film. Keep your phones away or we will ask you one time, but then we will kick you out. It's pretty much like... What wow. All right. It was like weird flex, but go off more strict than what I even do with my students. So I'm there at the concert. I'm like, OK, this will be fine. No one film, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I put my phone away. I'm all because as one of our friends has pointed out, I'm a rule follower. Someone tells me to do something or not do something. <laughs> oh, my God. Totally. Shut you up. guys, it's awesome. Ugh. It's just, I, I struggle. Like the keep off the grass stuff is basically like a, it's like a barrier. It's like a, it's like a laser shield oh, where you're yeah. like, nope, can't cross this. Never, never nope. will do things. I it's, will get it's in. It's like Star Trek. <laughs> fucking force fields yeah. where you're like, no, I can't cross this. I physically can't do Raise it, people. Raise up the shields. Uh-huh. And so. Shields the, shields the maximum capacity, Captain. Uh, Sorry. I can't, what is it? Something power? I can't do it, Captain. I don't have the power. That's it. <laughs> I don't, I don't that is like the an, that is like that a was. terrible neither do I that is like a terrible hearing someone else do that accent and, and, and like manipulate it. like I don't know where it really even comes I mean I mean I'm, I'm sure some person on some it's Star Trek episode that said that doing the voice of that crazy lady yeah um that so it's my impression of someone else doing an impression of somebody else's impression from a television show so it's probably really at this point it's not even anything yeah continue rule follower I know it's bad. So I'm like not taking out my phone, whatever. We start watching and I'm sitting there and I'm like, dear God, Celine is incredible. She, her voice is so just. T- no, no. So, so walk okay. us through the concert. Walk us through how to so go. How to, you can't out, just be like, dear God, okay. it's incredible. So she starts out her concert. So her, her older, much older husband that was really controversial. She married him. I don't know if you knew about that. I remember that she shit in like, like 95. Yeah. Was like, and he, he was, was like, like 20 years her senior. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember his name for the life of me right now. Anyway. It's something Hispanic, isn't it? He's like no, no, Rogelio no, 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 no. It's or something. something. French. It's something French. Ah, oh, close enough. Javier. No. Raul. I'm going to look it up now. Okay. Here we go. The chicken is flipping Renee. over, by the way. Oh, Renee. I knew a Renee girl. He was, a con- he was her manager first. She was a nice lady. So, Renee, how do you say that French name? Descartes. Oh. What? Angelil. Okay. I think. Maybe. Probably. Somebody, whenever. Why don't, that would make don't, sense. Um, one of our audience members who actually likes Celine Dion. Why don't you probably tell me what that actually sounds like? <laughs> maybe somebody who speaks French. One of the both. Maybe a crossover of two. You both speak French and you like Celine Dion. Who knows? Who knows? She does this whole really sweet tribute to him because it was really controversial. He, he Well, he like passed like six months before or like a. Bear, okay. So the. <laughs> Emily almost died. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was trying to move the stool. Yep. Okay. Okay, here we go. Back I was to the story. I tried to move the stool and, oh, and nearly died. I bumped something and it hit my head and we're okay. So. Do you remember who you are? What's your name? What's your grade point average? Do you follow rules? I don't have a grade point average. Oh, okay. Because I'm a teacher. Good. See? It was a test. <laughs> yeah, I was there in 2016. He died two months before I was yeah, there. Yeah, I remember that. And it was like this, it was a huge and then thing. And her brother had died like yeah. a little before that. Like a week before that. And she was still that. performing. Yeah, it was insane. And you're like, dude, fucking consummate performer. I can't even believe yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I know she took a little time off for both, but it's still. No, but people are like, hey, my throat. Hey, hey, hey. I know. And she's like, oh, my husband and my brother died. The most, you know, two most important people in yeah. my entire life. Uh, I'll still perform. And you're like, yeah. you're in, you're amazed. How? Yeah, it was. So the whole, they had made this. Hashtag Selena is a queen. 
True. So she, they had made this like whole tribute to Renee. It showed pictures and video of him. So that's how the whole concert started was showing it was a tribute to him. Oh, so you're all bawling your eyes out right? immediately. Right. Everybody's it, like. It starts out with like, and it's, I mean, the way they do it is very beautiful and like talking about her memories of him. And she comes out. I don't even remember what she's saying because this was in 2016. This was three years ago. So she comes out and just starts singing some gorgeous song. And I'm already like emotional because she's talking about her husband who passed. And then like she sings, she just comes out and has like the most insane voice ever. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going <laughs> to, like just crying sure the music lover in you like is just oh my gosh well and here's the thing too and you know this about me i do not respect singers who do not truly sing live and don't sing well live you can be famous and oh, not sure. sing well live yeah 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 and i don't have any uh, respect i'll call her people. out uh idina adele dazim whatever <sighs> Dina Menzel, i mean she's like hit or miss man listen She's probably had enough compliments and shit lobbied against her. I don't need to say anything more. Ring her up. Y'all can make your own judgments yeah. about her. Hashtag look up her performance of Let It Go on New Year's Eve in New York. It, mm, uh-huh. it was rough. But then you get live singers who are like utterly, utterly flawless, uh, a la Lady Gaga and like the VMA Dude. Music Awards with uh, um, her, her. What was that one? It wasn't. Was it the Sound of Music one? It was. The, no, no. That, oh. I mean, that was amazing. But. What was it, 2016 or 2006? Uh, shit. Sorry, I closed it. I think it was like 2006. Uh, it was the VMA performance. 2009. 2009. Uh, performance of Paparazzi. Oh, to this day, she owns that stage and she is freaking gorgeous. I have a huge Lady well, like Gaga Well, like Gaga, Beyonce. Oh, yes. Adele is better now. She used to not uh, do very Hayley well. Hayley Williams from Paramore? She's Fun. She's phenomenal oh, yeah. live. Florence and the Machine. Is, so, it, is it her or is the Machine good? I don't know. Florence is really. Good. Oh, okay, good. Um, good, good job, Flo. <laughs> so I just have a huge amount of respect because you find all these singers that lip sync and stuff like that. Are you gonna put the chicken back in? I am gonna put the chicken back in. It took me like fifteen minutes to freaking flip every single piece on over, but they're a little bit brown on the side. But they're okay. I don't like them or not frying them because they're not getting golden. They're they're when you bake chicken, chicken just gets like white pale. and pale it's weird i'm not okay well let's hope this bake does something uh, we'll see this bake like uh like we're the great british baking so yes we hope your bake does oh, whatever shush. they say <laughs> you know i'm obsessed with this so sh- be quiet. when she performs and she sings it is literally the most flawless voice i've ever heard in my entire life ever i remember reading something about her like when I was a kid, because yeah, my mom was 100% like obsessed with her, and it was something that like she never drank alcohol ever. No, because as she a kid, takes she takes care this, of like, her body like crazy. Yeah, well, and then there was this whole thing like, oh yeah, alcohol damages the vocal, and she was like, oh nope, guess I don't want that. I love my voice more, and you're like, damn, talk about discipline, shit. She is like crazy disciplined about everything, and just an amazing. You can't even performer. make it Lent without booze. Good lord, <laughs> sorry. I, and so. She, throughout the whole concert, I mean, she didn't just sing her songs. Of course, she had to go back to, like, her classic 90s stuff. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I feel like I'm, like, a <laughs> That's little. That's, like, in sync live. And you're like, yeah. this is, you're only going to sing the good shit. Yeah. But then, okay, she sang Purple Rain. Oh, yeah, from uh, Prince And freaking Rick. killed it. Of course. She then had a whole set with, like, I don't, with, oh, oh, the stage. Wait, the stage. Okay. <laughs> You guys need to see. I wish you could see her face of how excited she so, is telling the story. The stage, it's like, 
it, it's all these different pieces that move on their own uh-huh. and all light up. And so it starts as one full stage and it slowly like breaks apart and breaks down as she like goes into these other sure. genres and parts. Anyway, so then she does a whole jazz set. Okay. And she's nice. like scatting to actually truly scat and actually like sound good and be impressive. <laughs> Not scoopity poop. No, scoopity scoop. No, 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 no. Sure. is really tough and she uh-huh. literally every genre she took on was just amazing and then you think the show is over mm-hmm. like the lights dim the house lights go up no no no. house lights don't go up everything's dark uh-huh. and out of nowhere a giant her... titanic no, comes sh- through the yeah, well like <laughs> she's flipped me out off of... six times and just Seriously. the past second it's fantastic <laughs> out of nowhere mm-hmm. her voice just like the voice of God yes. echoes throughout the stadium. Right. In the From Titanic before every night in my dreams, I see you, I feel you. Is that the. My heart will go on. Oh. Okay. Okay. So she does this little like ooh thing at the beginning. I was thinking that Seal song from Kiss on <laughs> Batman. A Rose. Yeah. I was like, that sounds like Kiss on a Rose. No, no, no. It doesn't, but go, continue. So like just gorgeous. It's just her voice. It's haunting and amazing so then she walks out onto the stage everything's been cleared hunting she, and amazing. oh my gosh shut up it was good don't make fun of me <laughs> I know, I just said that. it's such interesting choice of words it's hunting haunting and amazing yes it was okay good and so she walks out in the middle of the stage mm-hmm. and she starts singing every night in my dream blah blah, blah you know mm-hmm. we'll go on then all of a sudden a circle of a waterfall starts falling around her oh wowzers and then, as the song builds, she raises up on a platform, and the water that's falling has designs in it and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, it stops at one point, and it's just, <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Wicked cool, it sounds like. And oh, but I'm halfway, just making fun because I'm hyper jealous. Halfway through, not even halfway through, she was like, "Take out your phones, record." Oh, and sure. And all of the ushers are like, "We're not supposed to." <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm like, bitch." Celine told me to. Told I'm me gonna too. do anything Celine tells me. <laughs> my God, I just got a commandment from my goddess. <laughs> Step off. Oh, um, bye, Felicia. So I have an entire video of that. I've seen it. <sighs> the glorious, the glorious, it's beautiful of. Oh. She has this gorgeous green, kind of aquamarine-ish, but it's more on the green side, dress, mm-hmm. super flowy. Mm-hmm. I just... <sighs> All right. Why don't you go clean up after that okay, bye. brain orgasm? Goodness gracious. <laughs> Let's see. What contests have I been to? Uh, not that many. That's literally like probably the only one yeah, I've gone to. Know, that's I not concerts um, as a kid. I'm not like a, a musical big, or an opera about this or a choir concert. I think we've talked about this before that I'm like not necessarily the biggest music fan. You like listening to musics and you musics musics. I are in having the musics. <laughs> and you like listening to music, but you. I just the way I just the way I initially discovered music wasn't like listening to CDs or really listening to the radio. How I really like. I attribute listening to music like through Napster, Kazaa, and LimeWire, which is to say I listened to a single song at a time. It was weird to like, you know, LimeWire was literally one song, so you just get a recommendation of things. This was before Pandora was... You didn't have CDs? No, I like I was young. I never bought CDs. Everybody had CDs. Like your parents the CD, didn't buy okay. CDs. No, the CDs that I remember listening to as a kid, uh, the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang soundtrack. <laughs> no wonder you're obsessed with that. Uh, absolutely, like the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang soundtrack um, on a clear day. Uh, 
not because they had it, but because my mother would sing it. She would yeah. just sing that song and I'd watch the movie with her. So like if I listened to music, it was like movie soundtrack stuff. And then the other things I'd listen to would be video game soundtracks. That oh. would, that was really like hands as down. As you're playing video games. As I'm much. playing video games, I would get obsessed with the music soundtracks from those things. So like that. And then I had a, this is horribly, horribly nerdy, but I had a couple of PC games like World uh, Warcraft 2, Diablo, and a couple things that I discovered if you put that if you put that CD into a CD player, it could play the music tracks. And so I would play like my PC game soundtracks before I went to sleep. Like it, I didn't really discover music per se. Huh. I was I was I only ever really discovered music in the digital era um, because also my parents didn't really listen to a lot of music. Uh, my dad listened to Super Tramp, uh, Breakfast in America, a little bit of Boston and stuff like that. And really, that was kind of my exposure. My friends in school were the ones to like share music with me. But yeah. again, this was like right CD players when people would make mixtapes or like mix mixed CDs, CDs and stuff like that. But that was a short time before people started having MP3 players. Like that yeah. song Kryptonite by Three Doors Down, I think. That was like, that was when I remember borrowing uh, Robbie Hunt's MP3 player. And I like was like, what? There's like music on this thing that was the size of my palm. It was it was amazing. You were like Ron Swanson. You're like, yeah. Tom, Tom has put my music on this rectangle. Mm -hmm. This is a wonderful rectangle. This is a wonderful rectangle. I'm going to type all the words I know. America. Breakfast. Butthole. <laughs> Mondays. Rectangle. Mondays. Anyway, like I had a CD player. I had a red Walkman for a little while that I put a couple of songs and CDs on. But really, literally, I... I wow. I had like five or six mixed CDs of songs that I liked. So there was like stuff from Good Charlotte, uh, Metallica. See, and you and I what? were supposed to have very different music then. Yeah. Because I, when I was, okay, so when I was in elementary, mm -hmm. I had a Walkman. Uh-huh. And I even remember like Saturdays listening to the radio and waiting for a song to come on oh, and nice. recording so it on a tape. Dude, never, never once have I done you that. Never I'm did like, that. No, never once have I done. That. Oh Literally, I had a cassette tape. I I had one cassette player when I was a kid when I lived in Hebrew when I was like, uh, before we moved. To, so we moved. I was born in California and then we moved to Hebrew for about eighteen months and then moved to Ohio. Um, I lived here. I had one tape on a cassette player and it was boot camp military marine songs. What? I found it. I like found it somewhere and was like, I'm going to listen to this. And this is hilarious. And that was it. Like, that's the one cassette tape I remember having. And then when we moved to Ohio, then it was like, CDs were kind of fun because then I could burn my own CDs. See, and my mom always had a collection of CDs. She had like this mm -hmm. big, huge CD, like, oh, binder? tower thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like you'd like, it's in the case. It was before you took stuff out of the case. Oh, really. sure, sure. So it was all the little oh, yeah. for each case. Those were cool. And it spun around and oh, stuff like cool. that, right? So I would look through, but like my mom, her collection was of the, the following. You Got ready? It. Yes. Classical. Motab. First, hold on. Classical. <laughs> she had like a Mozart CD, Beethoven, Handel, uh, Bach. Hayden, Bach, Chopin. Yeah, all of those. Okay. Stravinsky, Wagner. No, all she probably wouldn't like that. Actually, there was a Wagner one. Oh, surprising. So there was this whole row because it was like, it was a cute, this thing, this, this turning thing was a cube and it had like little sections. So like, and it was like categorized. Sure. So there's this whole section of classical music. And then of course, more Mo, Motab for those of you not from Utah, Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Mormon Tabernacle, or, which they're they not the eldest now. now. They're the, the Latter-day Saint Tabernacle Choir. 
they're still the Motep. That's it. They're never going to get rid of that title because no. everyone's just going to call them that. Sure. Anyway, so she had those CDs. Then we had... Motep sounds like a neurological A disorder. couple musical soundtracks, which I think the only ones we had mm-hmm. were Phantom and Lamas. Weird. And then like other random things. In, but we had Chicago. Oh. Um, and then a couple other things that I was like, that was I'm not before uh, Richard Gere did that one, right? So like the Broadway Chicago. Oh no no no! Sorry, not the musical Chicago. You what? You just had the entire city. No, somewhere? do you not? Do you, do you not know the the band, the group Chicago? No, maybe no. I don't know. I cannot remember their songs oh, sure. for the life of me right now. That's fine. But it's a group called Chicago. Okay, that's like my music teacher in so let's see sixth grade no seventh grade mrs bettinger she loved bread oh yeah which is like a band yeah like a group of people if she like brought out her vinyl record and i was like oh shit the best of bread what so yeah chicago was a uh-huh. a group chinatown yeah got it so chica go that's not what i always like to say chica. Like Dora the Explorer, Chica, go. Swiper, no swiping. And Sorry. so then I had like a lot of older sisters that had Dang. their own CDs and stuff like that. Oh, sure. Ace so of Base. I remember oh. like my That main... was my sister's. See, it's funny though. Continue. That, like that's the genre you had. Because for me, yeah, totally. the CDs that I had were like Amy Grant. Uh, uh-huh. That was my yeah, favorite Christmas. CD, my sisters. Okay. I, I demonstrated this Amy Grant Christmas. To... No, no, no. Not just the Christmas. Oh, no. That was all. She had this one pop album uh-huh. and this one song that I'm obsessed with uh-huh. when I was a kid. And I, d- I talk about my students. I talk about this to my students that I'm yeah. like, I want you to sing like you're, because every Saturday morning I'd go to my sister's room. We nice. would use our hairbrushes as microphones. That's hilarious. And we would sing Amy Grant. That's and like we would that. sing the following song. Okay, <laughs> ready? I have to describe all of this. So holding okay. your hairbrushes, I'm putting off Saturday chores. Okay. okay. And I, it goes, baby, baby, I'm taken with emotion. But my little kid brain uh-huh. thought it was, I'm taking out the lotion. Nice. Right. So, but it was one of my Taking favorite songs. The oh, we're going to go to the beach. <laughs> and so I totally, but in my, in my young child mind, that, what, of course you'd sing a song about Sure, lotion. locking the cash box. It's not rock the cash box. No. No, it's, it's uh, pop the cat box. That's what it is. It's a uh, wet dream tomato. <laughs> not where Concrete dreams are Concrete jungle, wet dream tomato. <laughs> and so. <laughs> I fucking love that. Making bacon pancakes. Sorry, if you guys haven't seen that, it's a thing. It's Please a look at making uh, mashup of bacon pancakes and concrete and gold drinks. It's very funny. Continue. Sorry, I, I missed Music. making this whole train. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so it was like Amy Grant. We had Celine Dion, uh-huh. um, Mariah Carey. Oh sure, that was what my sisters uh, had. Okay, and I love that I song, like, Heartbreaker, with Jay Z still to this <gasps> day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then like the CDs I bought that like was my Christmas gifts and stuff like that was like I remember when I got Backstreet Boys Millennium. Oh nice. And then I was way more into Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, and then later I got super into NSYNC. Uh, and I and Britney Spears, Britney Spears, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, a little Christina Aguilera. Okay. Before she, then when she got a little slutty, my parents were like, "No." Oh, when she became ex Tina. Yes. Yeah, that was hot. Okay, I am going to share with you the nerdiest, possibly most geekiest, the the thing that like if you could. Get a photo of this thing. This this is the thing that you're like, oh God, let no one see the see this in the light Can of day. Can it really go further than things you've already told me? Yes, because I don't think I've ever told you this one. 
Okay, I'm ready. Uh, I was not a I was not a Backstreet Boys fan. I had Millennium. My sister Amber had Millennium, and that was her thing. But she she like NSYNC was the really one that she yeah. really loved. I don't know who she thought she was gonna marry or whatever. Everyone teen wanted pop JT. Quiz. Um, no, or whatever teen pop oh. quiz from whatever magazine okay. she would take that she would seventeen eventually fall oh my in God, love I had with. Seventeen magazine all Everyone the time. Did. I had highlights as a kid, and they're it's still great. And Boy Scout Life. I love And 17. then Enzyme would like occasionally appear in my home. And I'm like, what even is this? What is an Enzyme? Mormon magazine. I know, but I don't get it. Keep anyway, going. Millennium came out. And then like, I think a few years later that was it. Was it No Strings Attached was yes, the name of the album? Enzyme. Okay. Such a good album. Yeah, that was good. So that's the song Bye Bye Bye. And then I think on that album or it was one album later was that song Pop. Yeah. Dirty Pop. That song? Yeah. I watched the TRL premiere. I taped the TRL premiere Aww, of that so music cute. video. And. No. And I memorized the dance routine. <gasps> Can you show me, no. please? It has been so long since I have brought that out. But I memorized. Mother's that, Day is coming soon. Uh, Nina Cohen was this cute girl who I liked. And there was like a, like not homecoming dance because it was eighth grade. Yeah. So we just had like, like a promotion. Yeah, whatever. whatever. It just was a dance that just happened. We had them all the freaking time. Uh, seriously, I had them all the time. Like once a month almost Jeez. it felt like. They were ridiculous. My junior high, we don't do anything. Oh, dude, we had them. I had, like, had so many that it was like, you going to the dance? I was like, no, I'll go to the one next week. Like, no. Anyway, she was a cheerleader. She was super cute. She was super fun. She had brown hair. She was adorable, adorable, adorable. Um, as adorable as me. Adorable as you. Yes. Anyway, uh, I think I, this. She loved. She loved NSYNC because I remember like walking. She had a she had a locker kind of near mine. Whatever. Mm -hmm. She opened it and I saw like pictures of the NSYNC Aww. guys. Oh yeah, I don't know. I miss doing that with so my locker. So it was fucking adorable. Anyway, so it was hype as shit that NSYNC was coming out with this new because after No Strings Attached. So my understanding was I and I remember watching a VHON like pop up video documentary about this. NSYNC was a band created by a large corporation because they wanted to make money and it was a very big thing so they got put together they all had contracts they all were together they were like a studio studio created act pretty much their song no strings attached was them clearing their like something happened with their contract or whatever they won the rights to it blah 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 this that but they were free from being owned by someone else who made up their tour schedules who made oh. up their press junkets who did everything who basically controlled their lives so it was symbolic it was a giant fuck you to their previous management company and everything gotcha. so they continued to stay together they continued to grow and that's when like the turn of their music went really like they started getting experimental and really mm -hmm. fun with it and everything but like it was it was a big statement to hey we're no longer held on by giant record contracts anymore we are our own we are our own entity anyway so after no Street, it was a big thing and then that album pop came out and that yeah. was the that was the like the trl single that was played on the radio and stuff like that and i premiered the video i knew nina really liked them and so i was like oh my god and i concocted this huge plan oh to learn the dance and then when i went to like the dance like uh like two weeks later or something like that i asked the dj slipped them five dollars <laughs> and then like i had them like shine the spotlight on me and i like wow. was like nina watch this and i like did the dance in front of the school 
I did the dance in front of like, I don't know, whatever, a circle of my idiot high school friends. And it was like, eh, that's fine, but you're weird. (laughs) She totally shut me down, but it was like, it was such a weird, like a bunch of people were clapping and things. And it was like, whoa, John, I didn't know you could dance. And the best part, my secret to this day that no one knows, I had my Heelys. You had them on? I had my, I was wearing my Heelys. So I like slid and did cool things ah. to like, they're like, what? That's not humanly possible. Cause I was like, I didn't know how to pop and lock Dude, or I whatever. I couldn't break Heelys. down. Oh man. Anyway, I just, that is the one thing I practiced in my living room for like, seriously, like a week and a half before that dance. I would, um. I would like, I, I, Practiced I may, it I may be so much. In some sort of request for a Mother's Day or anniversary, please. Oh sure, one of those things. We're gonna find the video and we're gonna do that. Okay, I wore out the VHS tape that I recorded it on. Which, sorry, mom, I think I stole the finale to the Dean, the the Dean Kane Superman. Oh no! I think I I recorded over that, and then she got really really mad, and I didn't say anything. <laughs> I don't want to. Because I'm in. sure she thought it was one of your sisters because it was in sync. I didn't want to get in trouble. Timer. So here's what we got to do now. Now that the timer's up, I've got to pull the. What's up? We should have been cutting up the wall. Oh, that's fine. I got to pull off the. I'm going to pull the chicken out of the oven. Okay. We're going to cut up the waffles and we're going to do. The way she has it is you do a layer of waffles, a layer of chicken, and then a layer of cheese. And then you pour the mixture of maple syrup and milk and a few other things. And then you throw the whole thing in the oven. And then it's 50 minutes. Okay, so number one, this biggest issue with this recipe is it was like 25 minutes of fucking prep. or It was like 15 minutes of prep. 30 minutes really realistically in the oven yeah and now another 50 minutes for it to cook completely together it's gonna be an hour yeah so i think the big draw of this recipe which at the end of the instructions it says freeze if you like to i think that's the point yeah i think what they want you to do you prep it the night before and you freeze a couple pans of the stuff a couple casserole dishes and things so that you can just all you just throw it in the oven which i've learned this with frozen stuff if you throw it in a cold oven you can throw a cold pan in a cold oven and heat up because you can't throw a cold pan in a hot oven because it'll shatter and yeah. explode and stuff like that. But if you throw a cold pan in a cold oven and heat it up that way, it'll actually heat up slow enough to do a thing. Huh. As as far as I've I've done it a couple of times, it's never like I've never had shit shatter and explode. That's on good because Pyrex is the bomb. Okay, so we've got to pull the stuff out and then we're gonna make the story and then we're gonna come back. Yeah, we'll come back. Okay, so chicken is browned, which is pretty good. Um, I always worry about baking chicken. Baking chicken always looks like it might get really dry and weird. I hope that doesn't do a thing. So we're going to do, let's see, we're going to do that. And then I'm going to line the pan with like a layer of waffles and then half the chicken and half the amount of cheese. And then... Another layer of waffles, the other half of the chicken, the other half of the cheese, and then fill the pan with the milk waffle mixture stuff. Right away, this is not going to be enough milk. Like, hands down, it's not even going to be kind of in the enough amount. So, yeah. All right. So, we're humming and hawing because the recipe looks pretty good. It looks good. 
Uh, we've taken a couple of pictures of it. You guys will see on the Instagram and everything. Yeah. It looks all right. The layer of the waffles, the chicken, the cheese, the waffle, the chicken, the cheese makes for something that says, huh, this might be pretty good. Yeah. We used uh, like Kroger versions of Eggo waffles because I was not in the mood to like make our own waffle recipe. But use frozen waffles. Um, it does. And I think this is one of those things that if you used your own waffle, it could be pretty kick ass. Yeah. If you took the time to make your own waffles and batter and things, that might be really, really, really fucking delicious because then you could customize the waffle. Yeah. You know, uh, you could make a dessert version of this if you use like Liege waffles or things or something like that or whatever. Or if you put syrup in the waffles themselves or something, you know, or put like jalapeno chunks. Because one of my most favorite chicken and waffles is the chicken and waffle at Pig in a Jelly Jar. Yeah. You really love those. And they have a jalapeno jelly that they do on top of the syrup. syrup. Or something like jalapeno infused uh, maple syrup. It's really fucking delicious. And then they have like jalapeno chunks in the waffle. I don't know if they do the jalapeno chunks in the waffle anymore, but mm-hmm. or maybe somebody else do the jalapeno chunks in the waffle. But I, I do remember that the syrup was the best. So that's like my it's one of my most favorite, favorite breakfasts to get and yeah. do that. Anyway, so. The, chicken and waffles is your go-to. It's pretty much it's breakfast, it's a very safe food. it's a very safe bet. It's also like it's carbs plus protein and it's like filling. it is it's filling in a really good way. I don't know. I don't. I, you just get bored with bacon and eggs. I get bored with bacon and eggs and bored with the same versions of those things. Yeah. Which is like okay, so the eggs are sunny side. The eggs are over easy. The eggs are scrambled. The bacon is crumbly. The yeah. bacon is crispy. The bacon is not like versions of that are kind of annoying and i love eggs bennies like you do or poached mm-hmm. eggs like those are super delicious just once in a while i want a different kind of protein for breakfast and so bacon and egg or sausage dipping out of that and having something that feels like lunch or yeah, dinner a lunch or yummy. dinner meat like chicken is fucking delicious yeah. so okay so the issue- that whole side that whole side with the, the it looking really good the the other bit was is we had to mix uh one and a quarter cups of milk quarter cup which were actually up to a third cup of maple syrup yeah and six eggs and you kind of mix this into like a whatever a slurry a, a mixture whatever it was whisk it just whisk it together and it's kind of a thing and then you pour it in, in the port in the nine by 13 now we filled that nine by 13 oh, it yeah. is it is uh what's the thing a heaping scoop it's like it's a heaping pan of the yeah. stuff but there's not enough liquid nope there's not enough liquid they in this recipe the, like it covered bottom like fourth of it yes yes barely the bottom fourth i was pouring it and i was like um it's just sinking to the bottom okay hopefully so i don't know i think it would just like run through all of the you think it would fill up the cracks and it would like be completely like oh cool like that metaphor when you were a kid do you ever have that metaphor in science class or like philosophical like when they like put the put the mason jar with the golf balls in first put the sand in first and then you can't put the golf balls in so like he puts the you put the golf balls in then you put the marbles in then you put the like um the sand the beads you put the beads then you put the sand and then you put the water and you're like, wow, it all fits. And you have to pick the priorities in your mm-hmm. life and bullshit like that. That's what I was hoping for. I was hoping the eggs and the milk were going to fill in the priorities of my life in that <laughs> fucking pan and and complete it. And it did. And so 
I don't know gonna what's going to happen. I don't it might know. Be real dry. Yeah, that's the hard. That's the fucked up part about this is like the top we put a third lot more of it. Than you're supposed to, which is I think we needed to because yeah. with how little liquid there is, it's probably going to be a thing where the top third is fucking dry. It's going to be toast, yep. man. Now I'm excited for the bottom half because that's the stuff that's Unless actually like going to get the fucking mixture and it expands somehow because it's eggs and right and it might get puffy or whatever because eggs yeah, kind of ex- expand well, in the oven. Eggs with milk make fluffy. Maybe, but I, I saw the photo, and um, it's supposed to all be congealed together by the egg Canada. Mixture. I don't know how this is gonna work. Again, hey, frugal mom, eh? Frugal mom, eh? I don't think you did your measurements right, eh? <laughs> metric over to uh, imperial. Eh? Maybe that's it. Maybe she did metrics, met like yeah. metric uh, conversions, and she's like, "Oh, we need like a liter of eggs," and then like it's not. I so um, we'll see what happens. I'm kind of weirded out about that. Music was a good thing for a long time. We're talking about music. That's my most embarrassing thing. Was that's hilarious? Dancing was I'm learning serious, that dance. You... you need that. You need that for Mother's Day coming up. Yeah, sure. I will accept nothing less. <laughs> just that's that meme that i love that's kind of going around it's uh we're not accepting apologies this year only changed behavior mm. and i actually think it's a very i think it's a super healthy thing i don't think i would have understand what understood what that meant like three years ago two years ago but that's totally something that i'm like no that's that's real yeah that's real i think i think we as a Western culture are super concerned. So this is this book, this point that I'm about to make. There's, I read this book called uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. And there was a really poignant piece in the book that he talked about. It's it's a great book and I actually highly recommend it. So one of the little like nuggets of wisdom that he talked about was, so he traveled the country when he was about 20, I think it was when he was like 25 or something, he started kind of like a relationship and dating blog and it started taking off and he started making a couple thousand dollars a month with affiliate links and clicks and people on his on his uh, website and email list, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it paid for his travels. He started going to uh, Southeast Asia and everything where like, you you can live on two dollars a day and live like a king kind of thing because of currency and exchange rates, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, he traveled to one, ten, five, twenty, I think it was fifty-five countries is wow. what he ended up traveling to. But the experiences kind of changed him and and country to country the things were the same. He felt like he was at, at it, there came a point where he realized that his just endless search wasn't a search. It was him running away from dealing with issues back in his own hmm. home life. So the last country he's the last country he stayed at was the was was the last country he went to was Russia Ooh. and I had the most profound experience on him and really to kind of like sum up his story it's that in Russia during the time of the you know the Soviets and everything the Cold War etc mm-hmm. the people had nothing the people were stripped of everything and so wow. they didn't have wealth they didn't have luxury they didn't have decadence they had nothing the only thing they had was relationships so in in oh. Russian culture it's why people say Russian people are so blunt or so like you know they just they just say what they're thinking and shit like that or you know they'll tell you the truth like if you suck or if you're shitty, or the, this this blows. Like, um, I had a girlfriend uh, in high school who was that who was just that way. She would just say, you know, you're being an asshole, or this movie's bullshit, or you know, this food is shit. She would yeah. just like straight up do things. Like anytime we'd go to restaurants, like if the food wasn't fucking top notch, she would she would send it back and wouldn't pay for it wow. uh, because she just was like, nope, this is bullshit. I live in America, I, good food, you know. And I'm ab- absolutely exaggerating her accent um, horrendously, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> the uh she would just straight up and I would always like I'd cringe because I was like, Oh my god, no, we have you to you have to that. be nice. You can't do that. You can't do that. You just if it sucked, you just didn't say anything. You just smiled and like, it was it was wonderful. I no, love it. Out, how's everything taste great? It's so great. And you just never go back to that restaurant, right? So in in Russian culture, it was really because they didn't have anything. Were you passive aggressively give them a bad review on Yelp? Yeah, some bullshit like that. You know, Derek didn't refill my water fast enough, and the the food was lukewarm, and it's bullshit. But so in Russian culture, because they didn't have material wealth or material objects, the currency of the day became social interaction, and mm. it became honesty. Having telling the truth and being, uh, you know, being honest with each other was something they valued and prized above all else versus in American culture. We predicate our lives on like the appearance and looking good and having things and doing objects and who's got the biggest, you know, who's got the most abs, who How has are the you perceiving me. Yeah. And so we'll do everything How we can. How many likes can I get? And we'll do whatever we can to maintain that appearance, which includes deception and deceiving behaviors and everything. So bringing it all back home, we in Western culture were so concerned with the appearance of looking good and looking great and everyone yeah. being at fault and things. We forget that it's not just the appearance of looking good because oftentimes while we may appear to be one way we actually feel a different way and we we forget sometimes that everyone lots of us have that facade and it's not a very healthy facade so in saying we don't accept apologies this year only changed behavior it's i think it's because having the ideal that appearing good and and looking good and being you know this or fashionable etc cetera, etc cetera, having that as your paramount metric by which you measure your life you focus on like if you hurt someone saying sorry and appearing to be contrite right i said i was sorry yeah. like i said to you that i was sorry but not being held accountable because if you were held because then you do the same action again yeah well because if you're held accountable it's like oh you're not you're actually a bad person right if if someone calls you out on shit and you apologize and you do a thing right if you change the behavior it's kind of like admitting oh i actually was a bad or i did a bad thing to you but if you just appear to apologize and look nice and don't do anything about it you maintain this facade of like oh no i'm actually great and i'm wonderful and i do all this change and shit like that so it, it comes to a place where sometimes i feel like a lot of us apologize and we're it's you know it comes from just weird cultural identities and, and conditioning from a lot of negative sources that not everybody's yeah. the most informed on. And we always didn't have the healthiest ideals and attitudes about a lot of things. So we had we were misguided in a lot of different ways. And I think like saying that, saying accepting changed behavior is a is a def, is a definitive way to counteract this idea that apologies are good enough for just saying oh i i'm sorry and and not doing anything about it by saying no i'm not going to accept you sorry i want to see i want to see actual change shit like that so that's that's something that i've taken on this year as like yeah this is me i'm not i'm gonna apologize but really i want to show different and model that actually behavior for a lot of people being like no i can be different i can i can be more aware i can be less prickly a friend a really good friend of mine always talks about how we're porcupines people Mm. are porcupines and all we want to do is give each other hugs but we're like you know we're prickly and oftentimes we stab each other and stuff and it's we've got to remember to like, hey, it's probably not this person's intention to stab me. And you got to instead of taking offense and instead of having a, a negative real reaction, you can say, hey, did you mean to stab me? And we go, oh, my God, no, I'm so sorry. Here, let me help you kind of a thing. Yeah. When a lot, a lot of, of us people have go, did you mean to stab me? No, sorry. 
or worse, be like, you intentionally tried to ruin my life by stabbing me. And I get that, dude. I totally have. I have lots of triggers and lots of ways that like send my anger spiraling out of control with certain situations when people say certain things to me like, boy, howdy. Um, I understand that. And I think it's just it's each of our challenges to like take that and go, okay, 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 okay. How could I not just apologize? How could I change my behavior and show this person? Actually, no, you know what? I didn't really mean to do that. And I'm going to show you that I didn't mean to do that because I'm not going to I'm going to make a concerted effort to not do that again. You know, be better about stuff like that. That's definitely like an attitude that's been changing. I think it's also it's something that we're asking of people, but I think the biggest thing it's related to is politics. Yeah, agreed. I I think uh, that's kind of where it stem has. Stemmed sure, from. I think that's a that's a probably a fair and accurate representation of how like we were so concerned with the appearance of things in this country. Like we all we're great, we're wonderful, everything's super we fantastic and now. fun, but we're seeing like you know racism, Nazism, uh, nationalism. We're seeing all these stuff like come out of the woodworks over and over again. Movements like Me Too and Black Lives Matter are pointing out like, guys, 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 there are fundamental flaws in our society that have been there for a long time. Can we stop pretending that they don't exist? Because every time you pretend, it hurts some of us. We get arrested. We get shot. We get killed. We have an attack on our school, our church, our, you know, place of worship, etc. Like stuff happens every time we, we pretend that things are okay. And then pretending you want to have a fantasy relationship with this, like, Oh, this yeah. person loves everything and blah, blah, blah. We're all good. And yada, yada, yada. I'm in a fantasy world. And what's kind of fucking ridiculous. And I think about this whole thing is, is that right. Uh, our, our president ties to Russia or whatever bullshit all that Ugh. stuff is. Uh, I'm not going to get into that, but I think that like this mentality, this Mark Manson's book, Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, that he had to go to Russia, like yeah. our quote unquote nemesis. He go to find out that their number one currency is honesty and relationships for then him to come back and start enacting that thing. And I think it's ridiculous to think that like, you know, Russia gate or whatever nonsense our politics are going through one of the best things we could learn from that country is exactly that it's just absolutely being just honest being being honest with each other as a measure to like hey I'm going to extend my hand to you and extending my hand I'm being vulnerable and I'm asking mm-hmm. for help and when you do the same thing and you extend your hand and be vulnerable and help you're helping me by pulling me up and I'm helping you and pulling you up it's it's a mutual thing and I think it's a lot of fun which is all to say, damn you, Canada, and this dumb recipe, because I don't think it's going to freaking work. Uh, I know. Seriously. We've got like another. So much work. And we were sitting here talking about this. Uh-huh. So like, dude. Dude. If we have, to, if this is crap and we waste all that food. Oh, my God. This is where, like, I need to, like, uh, is there somebody I could talk to? Is there management? Because I'm going to write this lady and be like, this is crappy. <laughs> <laughs> Because a, a frugal mom, a. because a, a frugal mom, a because I, I don't know. There's so many. Again, this is one of those things that I'm like, I don't, I don't know if people make these recipes. I don't know if they make them correctly because it's just that, or or what they do with them, or what is this, this and that. Because there's so many times, like, okay, so we're making the slurry, right? We're making the yeah. egg and the milk mixture and stuff like that, and I'm like, you should put some salt in it, and I'm like, well, it only calls for a pinch of salt, and I'm like, okay. 
the waffles aren't salted. The chicken isn't salted. The Not cheese really. isn't salted. This stuff is going to be pretty bland. And I, I don't know if I'm the opposite of a super taste or whatever, where like I need extra flavor, but I have to salt stuff in order for me to like, yeah, this is really good. So no, I often like that too. I was worse, like worse uh, dude. Was oh my God. Oh, oh my, my God. You guys. <laughs> when she was pregnant holy mother give me i did not the think salt. i did not think another human i did not think a human could have this much salt Ugh. seriously i will never forget this just the image of you're sitting on the couch and you've got this bowl of something and it has this liquid sauce that you've splashed over over the something it's like fish or rice or whatever okay. and you have got the fudging salt shaker and you're just for so long <laughs> that you make a little mound of salt and it stops absorbing into the food and i was all i don't know what you're talking about holy I, mother happen. i was like that's like four tablespoons of salt and you're like was- and then you stir it <laughs> you take two bites and then you're like, here's a little more salt. And you like, shh, 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 like four more times. And I was like, what the fuck? I'd like say to you like, Emily, stop. And you're like, it's not salty enough. And I'm like, I don't, you can't, that's, you know. It was so you know, hard go, to but, cook for both of us when I was Because I, I had to stop myself because I would start putting the salt. I'm like, oh, I need to. Yeah. And I, I would need to have a normal human being taste you'd this. Make, you'd make dinner and I'd be like, wow, salt much? Well, the worst was because it was like I couldn't have a lot of there wasn't a lot of proteins that I used. No, like you I didn't do chicken for a long time. So like I did egg salad a lot. Oh, like, totally. I, oh, I my God. Oh, my God. You made that egg salad one time. I still remember it. It like my mouth puckered. It was like. Because <laughs> I was just going into autopilot. How oh, I my God. It was it. like eating like a, it was like eating escargot. It was so salt. It was like eating a, you know, whatever. Have, you guys have had oysters before and you get the little pocket of salt water in the oyster and you're like, woo. That was that egg salad. Holy I'm mother. Sorry. Oh, man. That was so much salt. I thought, seriously, I thought I was going to go blind. Okay. So my, my, do you want, let's talk about, let's talk about a, mm-hmm. so everyone was like, did you have cravings? I'm like, no, I have aversions. Like, I don't. You have a virgin? Aversion. Oh, aversion. Like avert your eyes. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. That's the word you said. Just I thought food. you talked about aver- aversions and I was yes. all, okay, Madonna. I did not like oh chicken was yeah mm, i think like like day five you were like after finding nope. out <laughs> after you, yeah seriously i think after you found out you started like oh, i don't like chicken and like it was like really slow but then like by the time we found out the heartbeat you were 100 percent like oh, yeah. no chicken death to the chicken in this household so then it was you couldn't be around it you couldn't smell it you couldn't be look around at it. any sort of meat at the time even yeah. fish. we hadn't discovered that fish was a thing yet for me no and beef yeah you stayed away from beef and burgers and such and yeah, meatballs and, so and things I they just, were less bad because you would you would occasionally like i guess i'm gonna eat beef sort of but so literally all i i got my protein from eggs yeah. for a really long time <laughs> just eggs and avocados yeah yeah i was super into fruits and vegetables my whole pregnancy but my my first trimester i was super into nothing i was a little worried i know there'd be times i'm like you're not eating you're like i know i can't have food right now I'm like, no you you're need so, to eat like, you and you're like food. no like, everything sounds like death. everything's disgusting yeah <laughs> and i can't eat because i'm gonna throw up uh-huh. everything's disgusting <laughs> i'm gonna go to sleep now and i was super bitchy oh, at yeah. school it was fantastic i just told the kids uh my poor students. 
also I loved dill pickles. Uh, I ate those like crazy. Mm-hmm. There was one here, one of my dinners, one of my meals. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't have it. I had it during the same like sit down, but I didn't like go back and forth or mix these foods together. Uh, okay. okay, all right. So I got a, I got our two little bowl, like our little bowls. I got a couple of the little bowls. Uh-huh. I cut up cucumbers like okay cucumber, sure into slices uh-huh. and then got a bowl of thousand island dressing to dip uh, okay, it in okay sure the other bowl was dill pickle spears and so i just i had them both in the same sitting i didn't go back and forth in between okay i sat and i ate the That's cucumbers not the first worst but i had ever. a meal of pickles pickles with, or pickles cucumbers, cucumbers two ways. With you did technically pre-pickled and post-pickled <laughs> all right see what so this, this is like. it uh, we're gonna just yank it out of the oven. It looks very dry. Uh, it looks pretty dry. It looks very dry. Uh, it looks Is pretty dry. Is the egg stuff cooked? Yeah. Okay. So let's 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 snag a photo. Fresh out the oven. And here's the thing. There's like sections of it that are white, like egg has been cooked. So like yolk, and I think it's gonna be dry, but. I think the I think the thing is right. I think what we're supposed to do is we're supposed to douse it in maple syrup yeah. afterwards to really douse get it that mapley, chickeny, waffly goodness, that kind of a thing. Which again, yeah, this is again, this is weird. They're using the recipe calls for panko and like baked chicken covered in panko, which yeah. isn't fried chicken. No, it's, it's panko crusted waffles. chicken. I was really tempted to like. We should go fry get them. Some, like, we should buttermilk tenders. fry them, kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah, we get chicken tenders, and I think that's what might make this recipe actually better and a lot fucking easier. Was yeah. if we just got a shit ton of chicken tenders pre-made. Yeah, either chicken or strips, just frozen. Well, just chick like you could get frozen chicken strips, like yeah. breaded chicken strips, and you could cut them up, or you just yeah, fucking get chicken bites, like Tyson chicken bites, and yeah. throw them in. If you really like, if you're gonna be lazy. And use frozen waffles. Why? Actually, get the job done and do chicken and waffle. Do fried chicken and waffles because panko. I mean, depending co- on how this tastes, I'm, I'm, I'd be tempted to try it again. Like messing, like messing it with a really good recipe because panko crusted chicken is not fried chicken. No. they're gonna have a, a wildly different consistency and taste. And taste, and I'm like, this is not. So I'm, I'm interested to see how this is gonna taste, but I also think it's probably gonna be really. It's not going to be super good. So I'm going to cut it, dish it up, and we're going to come back. There's like, there's definitely cooked eggs. There's definitely yeah. like scrambled eggs cooked inside around the waffle and everything. And it looks almost, it's, it's the panko that has me. It's yeah. the panko that has me that I'm like, this is going to be not as good as it potentially could well, be. Because the panko's like falling off. Yeah. Into the egg. Falling off into the egg. And now I'm I'm okay with that and stuff like that. Crunchies, like if I used fried chicken, like if I went to KFC and used that as a recipe first and did the thing, maybe, yeah. but I don't know. I think the panko is gonna muck this recipe up and not be super good. But here we go. Let's try it. So to serve with maple syrup, so we put a tiny bit of Yeah, we drizzle on, we drizzle a little, a little bit. Not a tiny bit, but I mean we did a good we did a drizzle for sure. Yeah. Um here we go. All right. Beyond the chicken, there is no texture. No. It's It's total mush. Now, I had brought the waffles out like three, like five minutes before uh, I put them and cut them up in the pan. So they were not 
frozen. Fro- they were still cold. They were still icy, but there was a little bit. They had thawed a little bit. And fuck, if I wonder if that was the problem. Maybe they needed to be rock they got solid. Just a li- maybe that was it. Okay, because that's that's what I hoped was. I thought the the waffles would absorb the flavor and do a thing, and it is turned to utter mush. So you have the overly cooked chicken, right? Mm-hmm. The chicken is super dry, mm-hmm. very crunchy, uh, and then you have mush in between. The taste. It's okay. Isn't it horrible? But it's mostly, uh, it gets all of the flavor. All of the flavor is from two places, log cabin syrup and the cheddar cheese. So the rest of it isn't good, which is fine, which is what I'm going to do. And I think it's going to make it really delicious, but it requires like way more syrup there's not a lot of other flavors in this at all the chicken doesn't taste like anything the chicken isn't really salted so it's very bland and crunchy i guess which the panko isn't as bad as i thought it was going to be it doesn't taste it's sure shit not fried chicken but it's not bad i guess it's not as good as fried chicken but it's definitely not bad it could be a lot worse and the eggs are okay i guess doused in the syrup is pretty good not bad um okay Thumbs down for adding this to like a recipe. No, not at all. No, as it stands, it's too much. Making the chicken, cutting the chicken up, doing a thing like that front is. I say really even hard. doing it with pre-made chicken. Even doing the pre-made chicken would be really like it wouldn't make it better. It would make it easier. Just chicken and waffles. It would make it quicker, right? If we use like pre-made fried chicken or something like mm-hmm. that, or if I went, if I legitimately like went to KFC and got a bucket of fried chicken and pulled it apart and threw the skins in and stuff. Yeah, sure. But it, I don't think this would make it better. Uh, just yeah, just legitimately, just get chicken and waffles for sure. Sorry, I'm very hungry. I keep eating it. No, no, go for it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat the rest of it because I'm starving too. But it's, it's not. And on a flavor scale, uh, it's like a two. What are we gonna do with the rest of it? Uh, I, it's, it's, it's not bad. It's not bad that I'm gonna throw it out. Okay. I will totally eat it. I will eat it You're over gonna the next. You're going to eat it because I won't eat the rest. You're fine. Of it. I'll eat it over the next couple of days. It'll be no big deal. But it's it's like a two, I think, for me. The integrity of the waffle doesn't hold up, so it becomes real fucking mush. And then it's a one for me. Ugh. Yeah, a one. Dang. Because its only saving grace is the maple syrup. Yeah. And really, so as a recipe, at this point, I just want to put crap. At, at this point, I just want to put maple syrup on a waffle and have a like have a have a real waffle, I yeah. guess, with chicken on the side or something, or just fucking have chicken and waffles, I guess. A bummer. Yeah. Come on, guys. Come on. There's not enough egg. There's not enough egg, right? Nope. It doesn't fill up the dish. So you have like the like I said, like it totally fucking predicted the top third of the dish. Is just crunchy, dry. dry chicken, and then and the, the bottom re- is soggy. The bottom is is a soggy fucking mess. It's a soggy bottom. It's a soggy bottom. It's a soggy bottom, boys. No, I was gonna. It's definitely another Great British Baking Show. Oh, has a soggy bottom. I was referring to Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Ah, where they are men of constant sorrow. I've never seen that. Movie. Holy fucking shit! You've not seen that movie? Wow. I have no interest. Oh, you have no. Oh, no, no. You're gonna watch it and you're gonna enjoy the fuck out of it. You know why? Okay, so yes, <laughs> Coen Brothers movies are weird for sure. No Country for Old Men, Fargo, Men Talk to Goats, uh, The Men Who Stare at Goats, Stare at Goats, Men Who Stare at Goats, Burn After Reading. Um, a lot of them are, are kind of quirky. Uh, Barton Barton Fink. What's I don't know. The one where they kidnap the dude. 
Uh, Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar. Excellent. So yes, Coen Brothers movies are a little uh, quirky in their in their in the right respect. They're excellent filmmakers for sure, and I'll debate all their stuff and things. But O Brother Where Art Thou is from start to begin from start to finish is a brilliant, brilliant piece of cinematography. The score is um in incredible. The soundtrack is fantastic. Like the the soundtrack is fantastic, right? It's this mm-hmm. um it's this really deliciously muted color palette, so it feels like a sepia picture. Sepia. Sepia, however the hell you say it. George it's one of George Clooney's like best roles, actually. Like really, mm-hmm. really good. John Turturro, John Goodman. It's these guys who get they're on a chain gang in the middle of the South and they yeah. escape and Basically, George Clooney lies to his two fellow compatriots as to why they're trying to escape. Um, but he really is. He, I forget what he's doing. Like It's like he just wants to get back to his wife, oh. basically. Um, and I think the. So book, he's Harrison Ford. I want my family back. No, I want my family back. This the the whole story is based off of Homer's. I think it's the I think it's the Odyssey. Is what oh. it's based off of the sirens, the cyclops, the things. Like okay, it's but it's well, it's so well done. Trust me, hmm. you'll watch it one time and you'll be like, actually, this is really fucking fantastic because it's it's funny All as right. shit. It's funny as shit. I just um, every time I've seen some clip from it, I'm like, eh. no, uh, you gotta. It's it's uh, out of context. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, you gotta start from the beginning. You gotta pay attention. You gotta give it its dues. And okay. and it's a very it's a really great period piece. It is a really great period piece early american um like early americans like actually you're right it's like i think it's like the 19 uh like yeah because 19, 19, there cars in it? yeah there's the cars and then there's like a babyface george uh or something that is a is a bank robber gotcha and so uh yeah they have all like model t's and stuff like that not not 18 something whatever it was i just because i was like there's slavery and i'm like no there's not slavery there's just the south has never been kind to black people <laughs> let's just leave it at that yeah Anyway, okay, so your thumbs down on this adding this oh, recipe yeah. uh, is a one, this is a two. Good God. I can't. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sad. This is such a bummer. It was a real bummer. That's fine. You guys are great. Anyway. Okay, guys. Hey, you guys can see all, actually pictures of all the recipes Hopefully and stuff. Hopefully you follow our train of thoughts tonight. Yeah, totally. We all went, we went all over the place. Yeah. Um, you guys can see pictures of the recipe we made uh, on our Instagram at OnePen Podcast. You can join our shopping list and kind of keep up to date with all what's happening with us. I'm actually writing our weekly email chain now, so it's a lot of fun. You can join the shopping list at www.onepenpodcast.com. And I don't know, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook if you like. Yeah. Really, more than anything, just tell a friend about the show. That's all that really matters. Yeah. I don't, we don't worry about like, I mean, likes and follows are super great and everything. Subscribe and loving and that you're keeping, ratings you know, are awesome. Keeping up with that stuff like that. But really, telling a friend about the show is the best you could do yeah. to help us because it helps us grow. It helps us get our audience bigger. So and fun. A fun stuff random like friend, new friend of ours found the show recently. And I was, was like, really I'm going to listen. It. And it's just, it makes us feel super, super jazzed yeah. and keeps us going with the show and everything. Hopefully, so. you guys. I mean, we have fun doing it, so hopefully. Oh yeah, hopefully you guys, you guys have, fun, have listening fun listening and everything. You guys are the best. Hopefully, like you listen after dinner and listen to our terrible dinner recipes and everything. Yes. So you guys are the best. We appreciate every each and every one of you. Yes. It's so much fun. Totally. Anyway, this has been the One Pan Podcast. Sometimes the food's funny. Uh, that's well, not so much. <laughs>